Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Hi and welcome. I'm Jennifer Britton and with me I have my co-host of the Remote Pathways podcast, Michelle Mullins. Together, we're here to encourage, equip, and inspire today's remote professional. If you're working remote or even think that you're going to be working remote someday, this podcast is for you. Michelle, let's tell people where we're going in this inaugural episode. Yes, well, we're going to take you through the physical landscape of today's remote workforce. We're going to introduce you to the 12 different types of remote workers. And in this podcast, we're going to be following their adventures as we go forward. We're also going to be bringing in more voices to help you think about what's important in the remote space. But before we do that high-level overview, I'd love to hear the backstory, Jen. How did these digital dozen come to be? Well, I want to share a little bit about my backstory. So I've had the privilege of working remote for more than 25 years. When I started working remote as a leader, we didn't even have the internet. So that really does date me. But I've been excited to see how we've moved from the days of those long range radio to the internet, making teamwork, collaboration and business so much easier than it was years ago. Today, we can connect to people half a world away by turning on our computer. And certainly, if you've read any of my writing, it's nice to meet you here. Effective Virtual Conversations was a book that I published in 2017, and it follows the adventures of Jane and Joe, a remote team leader and a remote virtual facilitator. I really enjoyed that writing process. And recently, earlier this year, I followed up with Plan Do Track, an analog workbook and planner for today's remote virtual entrepreneur, team leader, and worker. So it was not surprising that when I had the opportunity this summer to spend a weekend on a fundraiser working around adult literacy, I chose to see what would emerge around a book of virtual adventures. And what actually emerged out was part of what and who you're meeting here, our digital dozen in remote pathways landscape. So more on that as you get to know Michelle and I, certainly there'll be more about the remote pathways book coming up. 
And of course, now we even have remotepathways.com. So as an author, as a coach, as someone who is led in the remote space, so looking forward to this adventure, I have no doubt it's going to take us some pretty interesting places. And Michelle, I'm really excited that I get to collaborate with you on this project. So let's meet you and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Well, I've been hanging out with you in this remote space since 2013, and now I'm glad to be on this new adventure with you. I am a leadership and life coach for women working remotely. I'm also a plan, do, track facilitator, retreat designer, and I absolutely love working remotely. I zoom in on helping these fabulous women to simplify their lives, strengthen their families, and say yes to the work that they love. With over 20 years in the remote space, I connect with a heart of the remote worker. And I also understand some of the blessings and challenges that can come from working uh, in this channel. So I can't wait to share some of that with you here on our podcast. But enough about me. I want to learn more about these amazing avatars. So Jen, kick us off. Give us an overview of this remote road. Well, thank you, Michelle. And again, I think all of you listening are going to be representative of the many pathways we come to remote work in. In this whole series, we're going to be bringing to you on a regular basis tips, voices from the field, and resources that we hope you'll integrate into your work right away. As Michelle said, we're going to talk or start off by talking about the digital dozen. And I think many of you listening are going to be representative of the many pathways we come to with remote work. Whether you're an entrepreneur, part of a remote team that operates across a state, a country, the world, or perhaps you're going out solo on your own and, and adopting and embracing the digital nomadic lifestyle. We are going to be looking at our digital dozen. First off, we all start somewhere and we all have a day one. So Michelle, who's our first avatar in the digital dozen? What's their name? His name is Ned and he understands about day one of being the new remote worker. So in the world of Ned, we have a wide landscape. What do we do? How do we do it? Where do I go? What do I need to think about? The first 90 days of any career are essential for workplace success. And this is so true in the landscape of the new remote worker. So whether you are the one that is new to role or you're supporting someone who is new to role, we'll hope that you'll stay tuned as we visit the landscape of Ned, the new remote worker, in one of our next podcasts. We're going to meet Ned, and with him in that episode, we're going to be meeting Joe. And Joe, of course, is a remote or a virtual team leader. Note the language distinction here. Some of us call it remote team leaders. Some of us call it virtual team leaders. And many of us these days have staff that are all across the globe or a country. People like Joe are becoming even more commonplace. Even since writing Effective Virtual Conversations in 2017, we've seen an incredible amount of growth in the remote workspace. Virtual team leaders today may or may not ever physically see their staff. 
And it's so critical that we go back to the basics on leadership and teamwork. In fact, I'd say great remote and virtual leadership and teamwork is on steroids. We want to make sure that we're good at building relationships, building trust, helping people connect, and also supporting our team members to get really clear on what's important. So Michelle, I know that in your work, you do some work with new remote workers and virtual team leaders. How are you connecting in with the landscape of Ned and Joe? I would have loved to listen to this podcast or for a podcast like this to actually exist to help me really get started. Um, Also, Joe, the virtual team leader, um, whether it's ministry or on sales teams, you know, I really think that this will benefit them as well because they're always looking for ways to invest in themselves as leaders, but also their teams. Um, And I know that's one thing that you're really great at, Jennifer, is equipping the virtual team leader with those resources and um, helping them with their own individual leadership as well. And that's what I focus on. And many of you may have already met Joe. Joe was one of the characters from my 2017 book, Effective Virtual Conversations. So we get to continue along the pathway with Joe. And I have to say, Joe is very uh, representative in some ways of the many hats I've worn over the years as a virtual team leader. Now, in the last 15 years, I've spent most of my focus uh, supporting those virtual team leaders doing their best work. So Ned and Joe are our first two stops. We are going to be dedicating specific or separate episodes to them. We're also going to be meeting people like Serge, and Serge is a seasoned remotepreneur. Many of you listening in may have been running a business for decades, remote or in the virtual space. There are so many large and small organizations where there is no brick and mortar. There is no physical entity. In fact, when we meet people like Serge, we know that he's been around the block. He knows what he's talking about. And in the remote iterations that we've seen over the last few decades, um, these are people who are typically really good at learning quickly on their feet. Uh, The surges of the world are also great at connecting into the people and resources. And as Michelle said, this is something that we hope will bring to you. We want to curate a lot of what's out there and help you connect in with what's going to help you right now, things that you can implement in your work as appropriate. Now, joining Surge in an upcoming episode, we have Mel. And Mel is a coach. And like Michelle and I, uh, Mel is a professional coach. We know that so many professional coaches have cut their teeth in the virtual and remote space. In fact, when I started off as a full-time professional coach in 2004, as I opened the doors here at Potentials Realized, we did everything by phone. Today on Zoom, it's so easy to build that trust and connection, and it does allow us an excellent business model. So we will be meeting uh, Mel in a future episode, part coach, part entrepreneur. And I'd say one thing, you know, why we've chosen to really spotlight our digital dozen here is that we know from research that one of the best indicators of success in the remote space is learning from those who have done it. So in addition to the avatars, throughout our podcast series, we are going to be meeting people who are doing this work every day. We want to be learning from them. What have they learned about what works and what doesn't? What are the resources they go to? So Serge and Mel, what are you connecting in with, Michelle, as you think about these stops on our pathway? (laughs) Well, I'm remembering when you first defined the remote worker 
Um, and that I didn't even realize that I had been working remotely even back in my sales days. So I loved that greater expansion of awareness all around what the remote worker is. Um, but then also the seasoned remote worker, my little different approach on that, um, is that, that, um, I think I'm an entrepreneur and I didn't know it for a long time because I was always starting new things. <laughs> so, and of course, my heart as a coach, I love being a coach. I love being coached by others. Um, I just, I, there's incredible value in coaching. So yes, like you, I hope many coaches join us here. So Michelle, where else are we going after Serge and Mel? Yes, then we're going to travel over into the world of project management and sales professionals. We're going to meet Sujit and Sally. And as you'll meet Michelle and I, you'll see that we both have individual touch points and personal experience in these realms. My own roots were in the field of program management and project management. I spent over a decade and a half leading projects of all sizes across education, disaster management, curriculum design, et cetera. And I think many of us have had to and thrived on managing teams across borders and boundaries and time zones. So that's part of the challenge. I'd actually say part of the opportunity of working remote. And we do learn over time how to become really effective at working with our people. A big theme of this podcast is how do you become effective at working across distance, culture, and time. What are some of the questions you're going to want to reflect on as you embark on your remote pathways? Now, joining Sujit, we also will meet Sally. And Sally, I know you've got your roots in the sales profession. Over to you. Yes, those are my remote working roots. Um, I connect with Sally at a heart level because I remember her world. I remember my days of both outside sales and inside sales. And so I hope to bring those years of experience and add value to you as the listener, both with practical ways and systems and tools that support you to just topics that matter to you as a sales professional. I remember that it was my first taste back in the sales days of that joy and freedom of working remotely, and I knew I wanted more. So I made the full-time transition into the remote working space, and now that's why I have the joy of serving as a coach. And oftentimes, I do find myself coaching sales professionals. So I can't wait to tell you more about Sally. And that moves us into the next one, Mo, the creative solopreneur. Tell us more about Mo. We love Mo. Yeah, I really love Mo. She's a creative solopreneur. And for those that haven't heard the term solopreneur, a solopreneur is a person who works on their own. It doesn't mean that they're just a one-person show. They may, in fact, bring in uh, collaborators. They may work with subcontractors and others to help them scale their business. We are really in the era of the solopreneur. And many of you, you might be working from home, working from anywhere. You might be undertaking a full-time gig or side hustle. So creative solopreneurs are everywhere from designers to virtual assistants to authors to people who are sort of testing these waters out. And so we are going to look at through several episodes, I think, really the landscape of the creative solopreneur, 
We'll meet Mo in a few weeks, along with Jane. And for people like Mo and Jane, Jane is a virtual facilitator. I think the remote space offers many of us a place to create and get ideas around creativity, innovation, and thinking. So before we meet Jane, anything you want to add on about the Mo's of the world? Yeah, the Mo's of the world. I can't wait to talk to, talk more about just creating that space for the creative solopreneur, right? And what does she need to really thrive in this lifestyle? What are the connections that she needs? Um, and then also, Jane, the virtual facilitator, I can't wait to hear more about how she creates that space that fosters trust and connection. So I'm looking forward to that episode already. A couple more things I wanted to add before we leave Jane. Her name might sound familiar. And for any of you that have read my 2017 book, Effective Virtual Conversations, you've already met Jane. She is a professional that we meet so many times at perhaps in a learning or training department. They might be a team leader, but Jane creates a wow virtual meeting. She really helps us avoid what I term avoiding the death by conference call. That is so much the landscape and experience of others. For people like Jane, we're going to look at what does it take to create impactful, memorable, and engaging conversations in the virtual space. Certainly, we spend a huge amount of time. Some research says up to 40% of our time in meetings. And so we do want to avoid the death by conference call, providing a space where people can connect and also have some tips on things you can implement right away in your next meeting. For those of you that are interested in any of these resources, we really hope that you're going to subscribe and follow along. Do check out our website, remotepathwayswithanest.com, remotepathways.com. And we are also going to have quite a number of regular podcast editions that you can check out based on the themes that we're talking about today. And so now, Michelle, I think we are going to move on to our next two avatars. Who do we have next in our Digital Dozen? We have Malcolm the Mentor and Alex Work From Anywhere, also known as WFA. (laughs) And what I love, you know, the whole remote space is evolving its own lexicon of language. And as we know, language continues to change. One thing, though, that has held true since the ancient days of Greece is mentoring. And you're going to hear a little bit about Malcolm the Mentor, but more importantly, the roots of mentoring. I think in today's workspace, which is characterized by so much change, it is critical that we do tap into mentoring at all stages of our career. And with mentoring, it is uh, a partnership between those more seasoned people who might be sharing their skills, ideas, and resources around an industry, or understanding around how an organization works. And I would say it's a two-way partnership. Those who are younger are also sharing and contributing and enhancing what is now known as a reverse mentoring relationship. So we're going to be meeting Malcolm. 
As Michelle said, we're also going to be meeting Alex, our work from anywhere. And what we can see in today's remote work is like you can be working from anywhere. And many organizations have moved to flex time. Many just require that people are on on, quote unquote, from wherever at certain hours of the day so that they're available, they can connect in with their peers remote. Whether we're navigating parental or childcare arrangements, or maybe because of our own passion, technology is enabling us to work differently. The statistics show that more and more people and organizations are turning to remote work. And as part of this podcast, we also want to debunk some of the myths that have emerged. I talk about many of them over at Plan Do Track, my planner for virtual remote workers, but definitely note that not everything you hear is always the truth. So Michelle, what are you connecting in with as we think about mentoring and also the ability to work from anywhere? Well, you are a fabulous mentor for me because you come with such a strong background of working from anywhere. And that's kind of my destination. I've been running with the mission of eat well, travel often for a few years. So I can't wait for our listeners to learn what I've learned from you. And then I also am passionate about learning more about our last two, Victor the Volunteer and Sam, who's selling her startup. I love these avatars because they're moving with a mission. Tell us more. Yeah, people who are moving with a mission. And again, technology is allowing us to connect people with skills, with projects, and with purpose. And so Victor is our avatar who works in the voluntary sector. Certainly both Michelle and I bring roots and experiences in the voluntary sector. We're going to look at how different organizations are connecting using uh, volunteers and also technology. Part of that process involves amping up our skills in collaboration. And so we do want to make sure that we are being very intentional and focused in the partnerships that we develop. You've probably heard us mention, you know, the words connection and trust several times within this conversation space. These are critical skills for the new decade. We also, in the remote space, have seen some amazing, amazing success stories over the last few decades. People, young people often, who are growing their businesses, who sell them at a lot of money, and maybe they are acquired by bigger organizations. So we're going to be meeting Sam. Sam is a professional who is selling her startup, and she really is the voice of these startups that get sold, absorbed, and merged or acquired with larger businesses. So with that, that's our digital dozen. Want to invite you to download a copy of our one pager of the digital dozen. And we hope that you will follow along as we continue our journey here at remotepathways.com. So Michelle, with that, I think there are a couple of other sidekicks that are going to be joining us on the remote pathway adventure. Who are they? We've got Harry, work from home, and Darren, the digital nomad. So maybe I'll speak for a moment about our work from home. So many professionals today are choosing to work from home for a variety of reasons. And our avatar, Harry, is holding down the fort, quote unquote, as an amazing father while his wife goes off and is the primary bread earner. Uh, as someone who was the primary bread earner when my child, my son, was small, 
this happens all the time. And again, uh, our work from home can allow us to do that. So Michelle, tell us a little bit about Darren and who Darren is, our digital nomad. He's kind of like our virtual pop-up. He's going to be popping in from time to time on our podcast. You'll find him both in our downloads and in our conversation. So we're going to, he's going to remain a mystery a little bit until we're going to kind of discover him along the way. So I think even as you've been listening in today, you've been looking at some or hearing some of the many themes that we're going to be exploring, whether you're working in the entrepreneurial space or whether you're working with a large organization or part of the voluntary sector, we want to bring you resources, practices, and tips that you can be implementing with right away. We're going to be looking at topics like how do you lead teams? How do teams work effectively together in the remote space? How do you delegate? How do you manage and address conflict in a remote space? And so we have lots of different things happening. Many of us, regardless of industry, regardless of type of role, we're balancing a number of balls in the air. That makes it even more complex when we may be developing relationships with people across culture, across time zones. So again, it's a very dynamic space. It's a very exciting space. And we look forward to the privilege of bringing you regular podcasts on topics of interest. I want to say thank you to you, Michelle. I'm really looking forward to our journey together as we collaborate to bring this creative pursuit together. Oh, thanks, Jen. I want to say thank you to you too. This is so much fun. And I can't wait till the others join us on this great adventure. I've got my remote roadmap ready and I'm ready to hit the road. Already looking forward to the next episode. Absolutely. So head on over right now to remotepathways.com. Download your digital dozen worksheet. We hope that we will include a space and a place for you to think about the resources tips and things you can connect around to help you with your work. Thanks again for joining us and we look forward to seeing you soon. Take care.